Hi, friends. Welcome to Encouraged and Equipped. On this podcast, we introduce you to the women of Christ Chapel Bible Church. We love being encouraged to live out our faith in Jesus by hearing the stories of women in our church community. We are so glad that you're here. Tina Brockman and Kim Rodriguez will tell you that sometimes they can't keep themselves from praise, and other times it feels like the hardest choice in the world. Either way, it's a gift they never want to return. They share some of their practical tips, their deepest griefs, and their greatest wisdom as they've turned from looking at their circumstances to looking at God. May this conversation with Tina and Kim inspire you to pursue praise. Hi, and welcome to Encouraged and Equipped. I'm Kathy, and I'm here with my friends, Kim and Tina, and they are some of our wonderful Christ Chapel South women, and they have come to share with us today about how God has been at work in their life, specifically through praising Him. And so I'm excited for you to get to hear from them and get to know them a little bit. They both are wonderful and godly and just amazing friends and women. And as you know, we start off every episode by asking all of our guests, what is a small thing that has brought you joy lately? So Tina, what's a little something that's brought you joy? I would say besides the cool weather, I I love music, but there is a song that I've just discovered. I'm sure everyone else on the planet has heard it many years ago, but (laughs) I've just discovered this song by Toby Mac called Help is on the Way, and it just has this beat to it, and you cannot sit still when you listen to it. (laughs) I love that. And the words are just super, they're just so encouraging about when you need help, help is on the way. And it's just <laughs> wonderful. And I just, when I need to pick me up, I've been listening to that That's song. That's where you go. I just love it. Yeah. Don't you love it when you find a good song, whatever the song is, it just seems to strike you. Yes. I am notorious for becoming obsessed with a song and playing it like dozens and dozens yes, of times in a row mm-hmm. over the course of weeks. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. I mean, you'll still always love it, but you're just in a season where that's yes. one of your go-tos. Yes. I love that about songs. Mm-hmm. I too. love that. Me too. Kim, what is a little something that's brought you joy lately? I was just telling Tina about it this morning that I felt I met a young guy in our neighborhood that is 25, and he's staying with a couple up the street. And he, um, we ran it. I was walking my dogs, and we got to visit. And one thing led to another where I went to Mardell's. I bought him a Bible. He came over That's to so my cool. house. We we shared our experiences and the joy of the Lord. And um, I'm going to take that Bible and get it engraved today after this. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, God, you appointed that meeting on my walk with my dogs, and he I was on his that. way to work. That's so great. That's great. What yeah. a beautiful yeah. thing. It brings me joy. I just want to be there for God to use me. That's so great. Mm -hmm. I love that. Just in our everyday, how Mm -hmm. God is so present. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we are going to talk a whole lot about praise and how it's challenging, how it's easy, just memories you have. But just like you were talking, Kim, there are reasons to praise God in the very everyday and even in very simple ways. And so maybe I'll just start off with that. What is something that you've been praising God for lately? I would say for me... 
in this, in the last six months especially, I have been praising Him for the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. There have been um, difficulties that have come up, um, and there have been joys that have come up. And I, I see the body of Christ, and it's so beautiful. And I just can't help but praise God every time I see it. I, we have walked with a dear, dear friend through a really hard time, and I've seen the Lord bring the body of Christ to surround her, and each person in that team of people that He has assembled meets a different need. And when I go to Women in the Word on Wednesdays, I I see just the different people doing different things and how the Lord is orchestrating all of it. Just everywhere I see the body of Christ, and I just am in awe of how the Lord uses that. It's beautiful, right? That makes me so happy. And something that I thought about as you were talking is that because you stepped in to be a part of that body and to choose to serve, you got to see it more. Yes. You know, not that you couldn't see the body of Christ if you weren't actively involved in serving, but because you stepped into it Mm -hmm. as a part of that, you got to praise God even more. And I just think that's a really sweet gift. It is. What about you, Kim? How have you been praising God lately? Um, Just this study that we're doing in Women in the Word Mm -hmm. and um, just identifying with David of how magnificent and amazing God Almighty is and just hearing David's attributes of the God we serve and how he is are all in all. And it's just, it brings me joy. And I I love diving into it and Mm -hmm. reading the psalm, just like this week, our psalm is on praise. And it's like, okay, God, (laughs) you are amazing. You just timed that just right. And um, that just, it brings me joy to have that and to share it with other ladies, the body of Christ. And um, it just brings me joy. Mm, I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. I know that as I reflect on my life, there are almost two sides of a coin, meaning times when it was particularly hard to praise. Mm-hmm. And then there were times that I almost couldn't not praise. You know, it mm-hmm. was so significant in my life that mm-hmm. those markers, both of the hard and of the really significant. So let's start maybe with the positive. Of course, both are positive, but let's start with the times you almost couldn't not praise when you were really overwhelmed with who God was. Do you have an instance that comes to mind? I think there are lots of times. I think most recently, many times when I am standing in the worship service on Sunday mornings and we are singing and I hear the words to the music, um, you know, one one line that comes to mind is remember who it is you're talking to. That's the line to one of the songs that we sing. And and I love that line because it's like, that's right, Mm -hmm. you know? (laughs) And so I think 
at those times and just hearing some of the other words to the praise songs that we sing and we're and we're there and I'm hearing all the people around me sing and I just and my heart is just full of praise because even if you are going through a struggle you're there and you're surrounded with with the family of God and you're you're in the presence of God always but especially at that moment and everything's okay you know mm-hmm. you're there and and you you just are so mindful of the father and his love and what he's done for you and i can't help but praise even if i'm crying even if i'm in sorrow i can't help but praise mm-hmm. him yeah that's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. I can think of instances, too, where you're in a corporate worship service. And again, God mm-hmm. is everywhere, and I can mm-hmm. praise Him all the time. But something sure. about being in that setting, that's a very significant moment. And I have yes. some memories like that, too. Mm-hmm. What about you, Kim? What are some significant moments that you feel like you look back and they were real markers of praise for you? Um, well, we could go back to the birth of my children, mm-hmm. you know, my wedding day. And then um, recently— well, it was last year when I had my pet tortoise. Which that I went, just love that. <laughs> went missing for Not five the missing, days. but that you have a pet yes. tortoise. Yes. yes, my pet tortoise, Evers. He went missing. He was gone for uh, five days. And um, I thought, well, he's he's gone. That's a long time. And I was like praising God through it, going, um, God, thank you for letting me have him. For 37 years, and that he's, um, he's, he's, you know, just let him be safe. And, you know, I'm trusting you and I want to thank you because the yardman left the gate open. But um, it just so happened that um, someone located him. Well, they saw him and we went over there, but he was already gone. And so um, eventually, uh, my husband went over there to look on his own, and he didn't find him either. But he was praying, you know, that we would find the tortoise. And um, so he had to get back to work, and he was going back to his bicycle, and the tortoise was under his bicycle. Which is amazing. Which is is amazing. And the sweet thing of the body of Christ, how God uses His people to get his will done. Um, one of the neighbors that was walking um, a mile and a half away is where they found him. Um, she was the one that found him and put him under the bike. So, I mean, that is praiseworthy, and it's it's all God just orchestrated his people to find this pet tortoise that we have now for 38 years. So. That's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. And it's a fun story because it, the chances of getting that tortoise back with his his size and a mile and a half away, the chances are um, was one in 800 million wow. to get him back. So that's that's God. And now he's safe and sound and he's hibernating. <laughs> that's so wonderful. <laughs> and again, that's a great instance of... God knew how much you cared for mm-hmm. that tortoise and was just so kind and clear to answer those prayers that you had. Right. I know. He's a good father in that compassion that, you know, but either way, I'm praising him because I got to have him for 
38 years at the time, you know? So, well, let's turn the coin to the other side, meaning there are times like when God answers that prayer and you have your tortoise or you're standing in worship and you almost can't not praise. Mm -hmm. There are those times that praise is hard and we want to be real and honest about that Mm -hmm. because I think in my dream world, I would wake up every day and my heart would be overwhelmed with who God is and I would be praising him all throughout the day. But that, that's not my reality. Life is really hard, mm-hmm. and God is always there, but that doesn't mean that praise is always easy. Mm-hmm. And so I would love it if you guys would be willing to humbly be honest about when was praise hard, and what did you learn in that season when praise was hard? Um, <clears throat> it was um, about 10 years ago, and I had a family member that was not uh, obeying the Lord, and it was one of those things where it um, it was devastating, mm-hmm. and um, the Lord had to discipline those He loves. Mm-hmm. So there was a big um, discipline on Him, and um, I was like, we didn't raise Him to do this. You know, why in the world would He go down this path? Mm-hmm. But I knew, you know, it was the enemy under attack on my family. And so it was one of those things where it's like, okay, God, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm not sure what's going on, but I know that you sit on the throne. You do know what's going on. And he just flushed into me the fact that he is working. Mm-hmm. Let me work. So, you know, he's writing the story I do not want to take the pen out of God's hand and start writing the story, what I think is best. I, you know, had to submit it all and release it all and tell God it is your will, what it, what are, whatever you're going to do, your will be done. And then I used the, um, the verse in Romans that His will is good, His will is pleasing, and His will is perfect. And I was like, okay, God, I don't see good, pleasing, and perfect in any of this, but you are, and your will is. So I'm going to let you work, and I'm going to trust you, and I'm going to praise you, and I'm going to look to you all the way. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, so each passing day, you know, God gives me reassurance, and it's like, you know, I've got your back. Just let me work. And so, because he has to work in the lives of our loved ones, even though, you know, they're, they may, might not be getting it. It's just like, and we've raised them to, you know, know the Lord and to trust the Lord, but that is their faith. That is their walk. And I, and I can't drag them along and say, you know, you got to do this the way I do it. You know, it's, it's their walk. So I, I've, Trust in the Lord and praise in Him throughout this. That is really profound because you aren't seeing Mm-mm. what you want to see. Oh, yeah. And you're clinging to God's character actually when you see things you don't want to see. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that is incredibly difficult. And it's it's really painful mm-hmm. for you as well. Mm-hmm. And yet I see in you that hope and that yearning to go back to mm-hmm. who God is and mm-hmm. to praise Him whether what you're seeing looks 
like what you want to see or not. Yeah, and that's like really he's profound. He's working. And I love that one psalm and that we're doing in Women in the Word. Mm-hmm. And I think David said, can you answer me quickly, God? I've prayed that once or twice mm-hmm. or more in my life. That's, that. that's a fair that. request. He might that. say no, but I, we can ask. <laughs> Yes. So I love that. But, you know, he's he sits on the throne. He reigns. He's got it. Mm. You know, even though we see chaos, maybe, you know, he's in control. Mm. Yeah. Tina, what yeah. about you? I know that you have personally and with others walked through hard seasons. Mm. When has praise been hard and what have you learned? I think probably the hardest time for me was in the relationship with my mom Um it was a very hard, uh, painful relationship for um, many, many years, for decades. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really just became harder instead of getting better. Um, and so there were many times of discouragement and frustration and even despair Um and much, much prayer and really begging God and not really seeing any change or improvement. Um, but I know that the Lord was using that to teach me perseverance and many other things that I probably don't even realize. Mm-hmm. But it was very hard. Uh, because there were many questions, there were there were doubts, and there were frustrations, and there were times of just such discouragement um, and pain in that relationship. And yet, I knew, and I know that the Lord sees, and He's aware. And there's a purpose. There's there's always a purpose for whatever the Lord allows. Um, but I just couldn't figure out what it was. But sometimes you just have to realize we don't always know. You know, we don't always know what the purpose is. But God knows, and that has to be enough. But it was very difficult to praise Him. And so you do have to just fall back on who God is, on the character you know, you know who He is, and you know His great love for you. It's been proven. It's been proven through Christ that His love is great, and it is sure, and it is certain. And so even though we don't understand, um, that love doesn't change, mm-hmm. you know, so we just have to trust it and entrust those things that we don't understand to Him. But I wish I had known, I wish I had the maturity then that I have now, not that I have a great maturity now, but I, I have gone deeper in my walk than I had then. And I wish I had known the—that's how I should say it. I wish I had known the Lord as well as I do now mm-hmm. at that point in my life, because I think that I would have praised Him more, because praise has a purpose, and praise helps you uh, at those times 
when you feel like you can't praise, if you can just do it, the Lord uses that, you know. I want to dig into that a little bit more because mm-hmm. I feel like I can see in your face that that was very significant for you. Mm-hmm. And so talk a little bit. And, and you said we don't always know the purposes of God or right. even the purposes of praise. But yeah. I think you've you've seen and experienced at least some of why it's important. Right. So why is praise so important? Or dig into that a little bit more. I think that even though I didn't understand why this was necessary and why God didn't fix it um, the way I thought it needed to be fixed, if I had had the presence of mind to look at God instead of looking at those circumstances and fix my thoughts and my hopes on who He is and praise who He is rather than fixing my hope on what I wanted to see happen in that relationship, I could have endured it so much with so much less pain. And so by my praising Him, praising Him for His enablement, for His helping me to persevere, um, for His grace in that difficult situation, for any myriad of things that He did, um, it would have just made my journey a lot easier because my focus would have been in the right place. And that's true for everything. It'll be true till the day I die, because that's where my focus is supposed to be, you know? And I didn't have the maturity and the depth in my walk with Him to to realize that. So now, if I can have the presence of mind to move my focus off of the circumstances and put them on on the character of God and you can't you can't look at the character of God and not praise him you know because it's God and and his character is so perfect and completely and holy pure and perfect and good and right and so you you praise that and you can't argue with it cuz it's there then it just changes your whole perspective. It gives you hope when otherwise things feel really hopeless. Mm. But they're never hopeless because of who God is. Mm. So, And I know you well enough to know that you included with your praise, there were definitely moments of lament yes. and sadness and grief, which are also real and praise. Yes. And how that helps just protect us from all the things that come when I focus on myself. Yes. Despair or self-pity or pride can mm-hmm. creep in when it becomes about me. Yes. And to along with that, bringing that pain to the Lord to praise along with that is that yes. it's almost a mystery. It is. <laughs> how lament and praise can fit together. Yes. The truth is, yeah, it is difficult at times, and it is sorrowful, and it is painful, and we wish that it were different, and we long for other things to be happening or things to be 
a different way. You know, we long for that relationship to be whole and healthy and like we've always dreamed it would be. But then God, (laughs) you know, but then we look upon God and we realize, but I have the perfect heavenly father and, but I have all of eternity to spend in heaven, you know, and one day it's all going to be okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. And praise the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I can cry, you know, this past weekend I had hit a wall and I shed a lot of tears, but then God, you know, and, and, then you focus on God and you remember and you look at his word and he reminds you so gently that he's got you and that this world is not all there is and it's going to be okay, you know? Mm-hmm. So he's so good. He's so good. Such great wisdom and the importance of praise. What about you? Why do you think, Kim, praise is important or what have you learned about the significance of praise. It's a mood shifter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell you, me more. <laughs> yes. You wake up and, you know, you just feel a funk. You know, what is going on? And you just, you've got to know who God is. And you start listening to your praise music and you start praying And you don't have to look at the list of things to do that day. And when you have to look at that list and you have to get things done, you're like, Lord, you give me the strength. You lead the way. And then you're by the end of the day, you got everything done and you praise him for getting everything done or a situation, you know, that you don't know the outcome of it. And you're praising him. Lord, you know, you're sovereign and you've got this. And it's just, and I I did say this prayer. Um, I've said it several times. It's like, Lord, I'm being really sensitive about this. Hmm. Will you take it away? Because it's just, you know, put me in just anxiety and I'm being sensitive. Yes. Just take it away from me. And you know what? He does because he's so sweet that he knows this is going to upset her day. I want to bless her and take that. She's being sensitive. And um, my daughter, she was she lives in New York City, and she was talking about how um, there's research on uh, the part of your brain that has a lot of anxiety is also the same part of brain that sings praises and gratitude. And so if you look at it, it, you're either anxious or you're praising and you have gratitude, but it doesn't happen at the same time in the brain. You can't be both. So it's either one or the other. And then you look at it, it's like the lightness, the darkness can't stand the lightness. So we got to get our game on and start praising because you're going to, you're going to have a bad day. So, and it's a simple solution. It's God is like eyes on me. You know, one, two, three, eyes on me. <laughs> and that yeah. way you look at him and you just start looking at the beauty around him, you know, around us and just what he's created and the beautiful sunset and, 
the, you know, the cuteness of our dogs, you know, they'll do something cute. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's there. And it's just shifting our mind, shifting our mood to look at it and praise God for it and thank Him. I love that wisdom. Tell me a little bit more about, as you've put it in your everyday life, here's my guess. My guess is that you had to work at that and form a habit mm-hmm. of doing that. My guess is you didn't, you weren't born that way. Well, it was modeled. Modeled. Tell modeled me about that. to me because um, my mom was one that was praising Jesus and throughout throughout our my growing up, her first husband died in a car wreck. Wow. Her second husband, my dad, um, they were married for 13 years, and it was adulterous. He had an adulterous affair. And then I have a special needs sister. Mm-hmm. And But the weird thing is, is that being all around that, my mom was, oh, God's been so good to me. God is so good to me. But then, you know, you'll you see that and you're like, yeah, God is good. And then, you know, as I get older, I'm thinking, wow, you know, I mean, she almost lost her uh, left arm in the car wreck. And so I always saw this huge scar from past below her elbow all the way up to her shoulder. And, you know, and she's, God's been good to her. And so I'm, I'm looking at that and it's like, yeah. And we had the sweetest Jesus picture over our telephone in the kitchen. And so that was what was modeled. And then, so it was just the positive attitude of not focusing on, you know, the death, the divorce, you know, we could do it because we have Jesus, you know? And so it, it, that's why I think it's important for our kids to hear those words of praise. And today, you know, I will call up my friend and I'll say, you want to hear how God, how good God is. And so I'll give her a little snippet of what God did for me that day, you know? So it's just, it's waking up in the morning before your feet hit the floor. You say the name Jesus, because he's leading the way. Hmm. And then you, you go on with your day. I love how you saw that modeled in your mom and learned that from her and developed that habit, but are also continuing to give that away. Mm -hmm. Because when someone calls me or tells me, hey, here's this cool thing God did, number one, I'm drawn into that praise with them, Mm -hmm. you know? And then often it will make me think about something to praise God for. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I think some of our for lack of a better word, bad things in life, bitterness can be contagious. Some things can be contagious that are from a negative standpoint, Mm -hmm. but I love how what was modeled for you was contagious in a good way. Mm -hmm. Praise was contagious and your joy and praise is contagious. And I think what a, what a gift that you give that to other people. All from God and his Mm. glory. And, but, you know, I don't want to ignore those that, you know, when life stinks, and you're like, what is going on? You, you, it's the valley of the shadow of death. You got to keep, he gets you through it. He gets you through it. You know, you might be beginning in it, middle of it. It's towards the end. But he will set a table before you in the presence of your enemies. He will anoint your head with oil. Your cup overflows. You know, his mercy, his goodness follows us all the days of our lives. And mm-hmm. we give him praise. Mm. So that's so great. Kim is a table leader for Women in the Word at the South Campus. And 
her praise is contagious. It's contagious it to the women at the other table leaders as we have our meetings, and it's contagious to the ladies at her table, and I've seen it for years, and it's really a, a beautiful thing to watch. It's all God <laughs> and His presence, you know? And aren't we glad we put people like Kim in? That God put people like Kim in the body of Christ oh, so yes. we can catch that from her. Yes, most definitely. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah. God I've heard good. you, Tina, talk about how praise grounds you. Mm-hmm. Would you tell me a little bit more about what you mean by that? I think um, I think we hit upon it a little bit, just how it's a safeguard against self-pity and despair because, um, you know, when we praise, it really— keeps us from staying stuck in that self-pity, you know. And, you know, we can we can stick our toe in it and we can maybe wait around in it for mm-hmm. a little bit, but we but we hopefully don't get stuck in it if we start praising God and really focusing on Him. And then also I think when we praise God, we also safeguard ourselves against pride and arrogance. Because how can you be prideful and arrogant about yourself when you're praising God Almighty? Mm -hmm. Because when you look at who He Mm -hmm. is, uh, man, I mean, you just so pale in comparison, you know? I mean, there is no comparison. You know, it's like Paul says, have an accurate view of yourself, you know? And, you know, when you look at God, you 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 can't really be prideful or arrogant if you're really being accurate, you know? So, um, yeah, I think that's a real safeguard for us to praise God. Yeah. I also think that um, our words matter. Mm-hmm. And what we're talking about, what we're discussing, um, you know, the enemy, you know, will listen. And it's like, oh, yeah, really? You think that? You know? But when we're praising God and and taking the, the conversation and pointing it back to God, I think um, I know that that is the thing that we need to do. Mm-hmm. Is, and, and there's so much chatter going on in the world today, but we've got to point it to God and know His character and goodness in all this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even when it comes to um, even when it comes to keeping us, safeguarding us against sin, because as we become judgmental against other people and pointing out their sin, all we have to do is look at the cross mm-hmm. and what Christ has done for us on the cross and praise oh, God for that yes. and realize, oh, no, it was my sin that put Him on the cross. Mm-hmm. It wasn't everybody else's mm-hmm. only. It was also my sin. And therefore, as I praise God for His gift of covering my sin with Christ's blood on the cross, then, wow, then I can't really— judge other people. Do I also do I do that at times? Yes, I do. <laughs> and one more thing that Christ paid for on the cross. <laughs> but it it does it it does give me pause and make me stop and think and say, okay, Lord, I'm so sorry. You know? Mm-hmm. And it and it 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 grounds me in that, okay, wait a minute, getting a little bit too big for your britches here, you know. You need to you need to step back and and walk in humility because 
God has done so much for you, you know. Is there a scripture passage that really leads you to praise or prompts your praise or kind of comes back to mind that you'd be willing to share with us? Mine is, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it every morning before my feet hit the floor. Mm. That's how I want to start my day. Mm. What a life of joy that can lead us into. Mm-hmm. What about you, Tina? That is so hard. <laughs> that is so hard. It's like, what's your favorite food? I just I can't. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I and they change, you know. I the one there's a couple that have really been causing me to praise God lately, and that will change. But um, one is. You know, in Hebrews, that we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has experienced Mm. every weakness, but without sin. And I'm sure I butchered that, but Christ has has been through everything. He knows. He understands. That just fills me with praise for Him, um, all that He's been through for us. And then the other one— is Second um, Corinthians four fifteen and sixteen, um, or sixteen and seventeen that says, "Therefore we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away; yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all." So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. I can't read that passage without praising God and thanking Him. Yeah, It's just so beautiful yeah. to me. As we begin to close, I would love to offer each of you an opportunity to share either a final thought or something the Spirit's brought to mind or an encouragement to our listeners. Kim, do you have a final thought? I like the thought that when we say we're Christians and it's like it's it's not a religion. It's our reality. Mm-hmm. And we live God's word and he I one of the leaders in Women in the Word said Um, people may not read the Bible, but they read you. And Mm. so we need to get in the Word, and we need to um, be God-imagers to show His people, the world, that this is the amazing way that God is. And um, have every—don't miss an opportunity. Don't miss the young man walking barefoot in your neighborhood— there's a, a a five ten rule that I heard where if someone is uh, five feet away, you say hi, and if they're ten feet away, you give them a smile, mm. and so just that can bring them in. And with that young man that is now wanting to find the Lord and walk with them, we can't miss out that opportunity. 
So we we just praise Him and and just share the joy of the Lord because it is our reality. That's beautiful. I would say, you know, when I was younger, I looked at praise as a duty, something like an obligation that I needed to do to be a good Christian. But the more I know of the Lord, the more I realize that everything He ask us to do is for our own good. Even in asking us to offer Him praise is for our good, is for our good. Because as we offer Him praise, we look more to Him, we learn more about Him, and so we know Him better and we trust Him more. And so our life is safeguarded more. Our life is richer and fuller when we know our Lord more. And so praise is not an obligation or a duty. It's a privilege. It's an honor to offer up praise to the Lord our God. It's an honor. Amen. Normally, we close each episode with a prayer, but I'm actually going to close it with Psalm 100 and just read that out loud because it's a psalm of praise. Yeah, I love that. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into His presence with singing. Know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who made us, and we are His. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. Amen. 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 Thanks for listening. For more episodes, be sure to follow Encouraged and Equipped.